0: Welcome, bienvenidos to Burn It All Down, the sports and feminist podcast you need. I'm Brenda Elsie, and I am thrilled to be interviewing Ana Jorka today, a Telemundo sports broadcaster, and she is going to be part of the upcoming 2022 World Cup Qatar Telemundo team, covering the biggest tournament in the world. Congratulations, Anna, on this new post. It's super exciting.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. You were saying it and I was like, yeah. Imagine in a crowd, yeah, the stadium's full of people. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Brenda. Yes, it's really, really exciting. I'm counting the days already.
0: Okay, so how did you get here was it hard to kind of break into sports and football as a woman, basically as well?
2: Well,
1: it it, it all happened as an as an accident, you know. Like I I used to work and on TV and radio in my country. I'm originally from Honduras, and then I moved to the states because of my husband's uh, job. And one time I was like, you know what, this is not working for me. We need to go back home I was like in depression you know I was one of those Hispanics that don't dream of doing the whole American dream you know like I was that was never in my on my dreams so I was having a hard time adjusting I didn't speak the language I didn't know anybody so I said you know what I I think I have to go back this is not working for me blah 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 and he said give me an opportunity just a, a, a year if in a year you don't like it then we go back and he started putting together like a demo and he took that demo to the Telemundo local station in Orlando and i think they felt bad for him cuz they were like what is this uh gringo doing uh doing here showing us this uh demo and they they saw the demo and they called me and and i started literally the same day that they they did the casting, and I started doing hard news. I just wanted like to have a you know like my my foot in the door and I was talking about sports every single day with the guy who do who did the sports segment. And one day that guy got a, an opportunity to work on a bigger uh, station, the one in Dallas, if I'm correct. And they said, okay, we're going to start looking for someone else, blah, blah, blah. And one of the other reporters say, why are you looking for another person when you have Anna? She she won't stop talking about sports. She's a girl that that's, that's unique that's unusual why don't you give her the opportunity so they offered me the position I said yes immediately and that's how I started it but like honestly that wasn't in my plans I I Didn't even think that I was going to work on TV when I moved to the States. And now, like after a year in the local station in Orlando, someone from the network saw me and say, hey, every time we come here to do boxing, we see you and we like you. Why don't you try to work directly with us at the network? And I said, I I don't know anybody. And, 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 And they call me for a casting. And well, it's
0: almost... 10 years now. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. So basically you're sold on staying in the U.S. now? (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) I started, I I love my job. Now I have two kids and and yeah, this is my life now. Now I can't even think about going back. Now I have the American dream, you know? And and at the beginning, it was hard, of course. Like every time you start from zero uh, and you don't know the language, you don't know people, it's hard. But I love my job. It's fascinating. You know, sports is like a like a real, like a true reality show. You never get bored. It's always something. It's always happening and, and it's addicting.
0: Oh, it is. And especially Latin American football. There's nothing quite mm-hmm. as dramatic as that, both men's and women's. Yes. So did you always like football? Yes, since I can remember. In Honduras, Central America...
1: South America, Mexico, like we grow up watching football. And in my country, it's a small country. So you get up and you watch the news, the sports segment is only soccer. Like it's like we, we dream about soccer, we eat soccer, we do everything around soccer. And that's the only thing that unites people.
0: Well, and of course you grew up during Honduran glory days. Uh, When we remember the Honduran men's national team making the World Cup, sadly, this year, painfully, they are not going to be featured in 2022. And I believe the women's team also is not featured in 2023. Sad faces all around. Um, So since Honduras are in it, do you have a favorite? Are you allowed to say... I'm,
1: well, I will be cheering for the U.S. I mean, this is my home. This is where my kids were born. This is where I'm realizing everything I want to do.
0: Like, I mean, this is my, you know, it's my home. It's my home. Look at this good person out there. (laughs) I have kids grew up there and I'm still rooting for Argentina and I'm not even going to (laughs) apologize. I'm so impressed with your loyalty. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I don't know.
1: It's. You have a special connection with Argentina. To me, it's my special connection is with uh, with the US. Of course, I want Messi to do good. I want Brazil to do good. I mean, because you grow up watching them. You know, like I was Honduras. They suck. So, of course, you're going to love other um, national teams. And to me, Brazil is the best ever, not only because of like stats wise, they are the best. But, you know, you fall in love with the way they they do everything. So uh, I want Brazil to do good. uh, But but now the U.S., I'm going to be come on, Pulisic, come on, Gio Reina.
0: (laughs) I mean, Costa Rica, we do have some Central American yeah. representation but in there, uh, yeah. some neighbors.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah There
0: yeah. were very contentious qualifiers, of course, building up to that. How do you prepare for, you know, doing this big job?
1: You know that every time
0: people ask me that,
1: I I don't know exactly how to answer. Because to me, when when you think about the World Cup, you think about all the process before you know the qualifiers the pre qualifiers it's a four year process so to me my preparation comes since the day the the qualifiers start you know i'm following the i'm watching the games following the storylines who got hurt who replaced that hurt player like you know like it's a It's an everyday thing. Of course, right now we're less than 100 days away. I start putting my notes together, you know, like, okay, who are the best players right now? Who are the coaches? What are their, um, you know, the stories behind them and everything? But I think it's a a four-year process. As soon as on December 19th, that's when it starts the next uh, process for the 26th. That's when we start preparing for it. So... Yeah, it's really hard to to say one thing specifically. And you know, you work in sports, so you you are watching everything that happens around it. You know, like the game around the game. It's 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 another game sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's dizzying. I don't know what we'll do when it's expanded. <laughs> oh my gosh, forty eight teams! <laughs> I, know. I know, I know. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I'm like stressed in advance. Huh? Yes, because you're just not. Um... I know, forty
1: eight teams, three countries. Can you imagine? It's going to be great. That's going to be the best. I think that's going to be the best. Qatar is going to be fun. But the 2026, that,
0: got, that I'm already
1: excited about that one.
0: So are you going to Qatar for the five weeks? Yes, baby. <laughs> yeah, we
1: yeah, yeah, can
0: see each other there.
1: Please, so you can be with us at least one day. I don't know. You can come to the studio and, and we can have fun and talk about... Talk about Messi or whatever yeah. you want.
0: <laughs> well, I I work for this NGO that will be doing the discrimination monitoring for FIFA. Yes. So on the days when I don't have to run that, then I'm kind of free. So I'm really looking forward to just kind of bouncing around and, and figuring it out. So, okay, so you're going to be there five weeks. Yes. What do you think, when you grew up, do you remember hearing women... You know, running no. the calls and, no. and covering sports, their
1: voices? No. I would like to say, oh, my gosh, I remember when I was dreaming about hosting, be the main host of the World Cup, but I would be lying because that never occurred to me that it was even possible, you know? Once I started working in Telemundo, you know, like when I started working here, I had exactly a one-minute segment in the halftime of the games of the Premier League. Then they, they added 30 seconds to me. And every time they gave me like 10 more seconds, I was so grateful. And, and, and I was, you know, like I've been um, growing. Whenever they told me that I was going to Russia for the, the 2018 World Cup, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm going? Are, really? Are, are you sure? Me? I couldn't believe it, and I did. I did um, Rio 2016. I did uh, Canada 2015, the Women's World Cup, and I did the Confederations Cup in 2017. I was one of the hosts, and and when they told me yes, and you're gonna be at the desk next to the guys, I, I couldn't believe it, and it was it was amazing. It was a, a great experience, and but. I, I feel like I was ready, but I wasn't ready. I don't know how to say it. Like, yes, I was ready to take on the challenge, but now I feel I'm, I'm better than, than I was back then. I feel like now I, I, I get it in in a different way. And I don't know, I feel it different, you know? Like once you've been, uh, you get a little bit of experience you feel everything different, you know? So this one specifically has me more excited and I'm like, yes, I'm gonna be next to the guys and uh, I'm, I'm a girl and there's gonna be another one and another one and another one. We're gonna have almost, I, I, I don't want to say it uh, for sure because I am i don't know how much have they say already, but I think we are, we're gonna be pretty equal our our team and that has me really excited. I'm I'm always pro equality. So whenever I see that we can have two female faces next to two male faces, you know, like running the show and then we see a a, a female reporter and uh, and and another male on the field, you know, la, la reporteros de cancha, that gets me gets me going, you know. So Yeah, I I think I talk too much.
0: No, 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 no. We're very encouraging of long monologues about these issues (laughs) on Burning (laughs) All Down because it is, it's super exciting and it changes the landscape of sound and it changes the way that the whole thing looks and to have gender parity and representation is incredibly important. Um, I'm sure you've already heard from young women and girls that are really excited to see you out there. And, of course, it's also important to um, Latinx audiences and Spanish speakers in the U.S. So your coverage is all in Spanish. Yes, sí, yes, sí, yes. Sí. Yeah. When you look at the way that English calls go and commentary goes versus <laughs> the Spanish on... So, to be fair, this is a guilty admission on my part. I watch Fugo and Univision and Telemundo, right? Um, I also watch whatever English stuff ends up on the you Know just passing through or whatever, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm like curious like, for you, what do you see as like the big differences, or is it just if someone said, like, oh, you're just translating what you would do in English, is that true? No, or... no, okay, so no, tell us, no, explain me.
1: it's the excitement, you know. Like, sometimes I can be like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I can't watch 10 games on one day, I, I can't. I, I usually pick, uh. Three per day, you know. I'm gonna watch this this one in the morning, this one if I have time in the afternoon, and this one or two at night. You know, like I I I do my my schedule like that. So sometimes I'm I'm doing laundry or whatever, and I have a game on, and I know that where they are 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 about to score. You know, like uh, I don't know. You hear Andrés Cantor, and he goes, "Se viene, se viene, se viene," and I'm like, "Wow!" I'm gonna go see, who, 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 who. and I'm there, and and he's like, "Hey, warning, a, a good one is coming," you know. But when I watch it in English, it's like, "Oh," and he scores, and then I'm I'm like, "What? What? What? When did that happen?" You know, like that. I think the excitement, and and it's getting better. I have to say, it's it's getting way better. But I don't know. It's just I think it's since we are we were born with soccer, we feel it different. It's it's never the same. It's like, if you're listening to uh, an NBA game in Spanish, I love my Hispanic colleagues, but we don't do it the same. It, for us, it's something different. It's not the same passion that they will have, you know, here in the Americans. So I think that's is the only way I can explain it. Like We are getting better and we're uh, preparing and everything, but we're not there yet, I think. Um, and same happens with uh, soccer in, in, in English. They're doing a great job, but it's not the same.
2: Every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Hate waiting? Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. visit indeed.com slash bluewire to start hiring today. Just go to indeed.com slash bluewire. that's indeed.com slash bluewire. Terms and conditions apply, cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need indeed
0: So what about the audience? I mean, when you're thinking about the difference, you started you said that was like a decade ago. Almost. Yes. How do you see the audience changing over those years, if at all? Well, at the
1: beginning, I was a host for the Premier League. I remember that if I say a name, like instead of saying Sebastian Schweinsteiger, I said Bastian Schweinsteiger. I didn't say it wrong, but I didn't say it completely right or whatever. I would get, like, a lot of tweets, like, hate tweets, like, why is this chick doing that? Uh, why is this chick blah, 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 blah? Oh, my God, really? Go wash dishes. Go do oh. whatever, you know? Like, yeah, like, really, oh, no. really hateful, hateful, hateful oh. comments. And I'm like, Uh-oh. man, bro, it's 7 a.m. Are you really hating on someone at this time of the day already? And... Um, That helped me, though, because I was like, I will never, ever again mispronounce a name. (laughs) But um, now I feel like I can, I make mistakes, you know, like if I say something and and I correct myself immediately and I don't get that like I used to before. I don't know if it's because now they respect me more or because they are more open to see women in sports, but I don't see that hate anymore. And I see that they are uh, more open to hear female voices, you know, doing a, a sideline uh, reporter uh, or a color commentary or things like that. Like I, I remember I did three or four times uh, the color commentary for the Chivas Femenil And I was so nervous. I was like shaking. I was like, if I say something wrong, if I say, if I don't do it, like the pros. And I remember I was next to Copan Alvarez and Manuel Sol, two of my co-workers. Copan was doing the play-by-play. Manuel is the analyst. And I was like the, the third voice. I was so nervous and and, and everyone was, hey, Anna, you did a great job. I didn't do a great job. I did okay, you know, but they were all like celebrating me on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere. Like, oh my gosh, we need more girls doing that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I remember when it was like, they would hear a, a, a female voice during the game and that was sacred. Like, why is this chick there? So, I think they're more open, they're more educated, mm-hmm. and we need to take that and and do the best you can, because uh, if I'm doing it good right now, someone else is going to get an opportunity somewhere else, you know, and, 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 and we are opening doors for others, and the ones that were before us uh, did it for us, you know, like the Doris Burke, the Michelle Tefoyas of the world, they opened doors for us, so... Now it's our responsibility to keep doing the same.
0: And do you find it different to be calling or analyzing a women's and a men's game, or do you prepare kind of exactly the same?
1: I do the same. I I, I prepare the same the same way. Obviously, it's it's harder to do the women's sports. Let's say to prepare for for um, how did Blatko Andonovsky What were his last five lineups? Let's say you know. I go to the team and see, and, and you can get that from the U.S., maybe from England, but you go to, a, let's see how the Costa Rica did the last five games. You won't find it. You have to dig and dig and dig and dig, so it's more challenging. and But I, I, I sometimes feel like I even enjoy it more because of that. You know, like when I've done Olympics twice—the 2016 and the 2020—and I did uh, the Women's World Cup in 2015 and 2019. And to me, the the France 2019—it's that has a special place in my heart. It was it was challenging, it was beautiful, and it was like, man, we did it. We gave the Women's World Cup the same importance as the Copa America that was happening at the same time during
0: the night. Thank you, Comeball, for planning it that way, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's incredible to think about. It's true. To have the Copa America, which traditionally gets much more coverage yeah. with the Women's World Cup in Spanish language media, yeah. is a very big deal. I myself am still sort of... I don't know if it was upsetting to you that they continued to schedule them at the exact same time. Yeah,
1: I still remember when it was the, I think it was the final or the semi-final that happened the same day. Brazil. Yeah, and Megan Rapinoe said it in, in one of the press conference before uh, the game. Like, it, it shouldn't be like, we are the entry and, it, and they are the, the main plate, you know? Like, it, it should be like, one day for us. One day for them. And, and I completely agree, agree with her. I completely agree with her. But at the same time, I was like, you know, we had sports during the day and sports during the night. And we had uh, that big, <clears throat> beautiful game in, in, in France. And, and I was proud of uh, Telemundo. True. Like it you said. Like, I, I don't remember watching that much soccer before. 2015, like, women's soccer. Like, you would hear now and then... Like, you you mentioned Univision. Not that I want to hate on Univision. I respect them, of course. But after 2019, when they saw that we did the whole, you know, Women's World Cup, everything, they they saw that it worked. They saw that the, the audience enjoyed it. And, and, and now they're getting more games, uh, female soccer on air not before so it's not that I'm hating on them but it's the truth and 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 that's why I'm proud of Telemundo
0: yeah absolutely it's it's super important and as much as I complained what I was thinking of was when if you were a Brazilian fan oh yeah, I think yeah. it was like group stages of yeah. one I can't remember but they played at the exact same time so there was like no way to watch the women and it was just super frustrating. Yeah. But I love the point that, like, still we have to recognize it was a huge accomplishment to even get that far right like we we don't want to stay satisfied but it's good to take stock and say hey that was really great that we got that but it's good to say it yeah when rapino said it i was like
1: that's good a lot of people don't like her but someone has to say it and and it's good that she did because after that i'm like yeah We shouldn't have the same day. Like, they should make the schedules completely different so we can enjoy both. Like, right now, during the summer, didn't you enjoy the the Euros, the women Euros? That was amazing. It was, like, beautiful. I can watch the whole Eurocopa, and and, and it was amazing. And, you know, like, they had a specific time. Of course, that was because of COVID and the whole thing, but...
0: Totally. No, it's 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 a good moment to be not satisfied completely, but excited. To stay hungry, right? Exactly. Like, like, yeah, I liked it, but you could have done better. Let's keep going. <laughs> yes, yes. Totally agree. Yeah. And um, But I just want to ask what match you're, you're most excited about. Ugh. Like, in the beginning stages of the World Cup, is there one that you're looking at that you're like, Ooh, well, let me see. I have
1: I don't have the calendar around, but I can tell you uh Cristiano Ronaldo against Luis Suarez, that that's a great game, you know, <laughs> like that Portugal Uruguay or um Memo Ochoa against Lewandowski. That's freaking like I want to I want to see if we can do it again, you know, like Memo Ochoa has been yeah. he's Done a beautiful job, and in, in, in 2014, in 2018, let's see if we can do it again, you know, and frustrate one of this those big names. So I would say those two, and of course, the first one. The first one is always special. And now that day, thank God, I <laughs> change the day so we can have Qatar Ecuador as an opening game. And that one, to
0: me, that that's always exciting. The first game. Totally. Oh gosh! Well, now it being under ninety days away feels less scary and more exciting than before, and we really look forward to watching you on Telemundo's coverage of the Mundial Qatar twenty twenty two. Anna Jorca, thank you so much for being on Burn It All Down.
1: Thank you, thank you, and please, you have to come to our studio in Qatar. Yeah, like pinky promise, <laughs> pinky
0: promise for sure. So that's it for this episode of Burn It All Down. This episode was produced by Tressa Verstig. Shelby Weldon is our web and social media wizard. Burn It All Down is part of the Blue Wire podcast network. You can follow Burn It All Down on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen, subscribe, and read the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and TuneIn. For show links and transcripts, check out our website, burnitalldownpod.com. You'll also find links to our merch at our bonfire store. And thank you to our patrons. Your support means the world. If you want to become a sustaining donor to our show, visit patreon.com slash burn it all down. I'm Brenda Elsie, and on behalf of all of my wonderful co-hosts, burn on and not out.